From Alderaan. From Alderaan. To Zenlaw. To Zenlaw. To Zenlaw. Whatever's left of Krypton. We are broadcasting live from the largest from ship. The largest from ship. The largest ship in the galaxy. You are now listening to Sanctuary One Radio. Sanctuary One Radio. You are now listening to Sanctuary One Radio. I feel like we've been more efficient since our review. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel more efficient at least. 22 to 23% more efficiency happens. 20, 22.5. Really? Yeah. Uh, I couldn't get down that specific. The, the dial on this thing, on the sun dial, doesn't go down. Oh, okay. So, I mean, oh, my, but Th- I, my Thanos watch says 22.5. In a, in a generic sense, we've been more efficient. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's a good thing. How, uh, did, they, did they send you in for a, uh, a physical? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did I they mean, not? No, no, they they sent me in. I just wanted to make sure that you know. Did you get your answers yet? No, no, no. Same here. They said they needed to wait for further testing. Further testing. Did, did he wear a glove with you guys? Mm, All I remember no. is lots of hand sanitizer. That's. I don't know what kind of physical you guys had. Mine was mine was mine was okay. They asked me a couple of questions. They, they, they. Grabbed me and and that was that that was that was it. They grabbed you. Yeah, it's down the elevator. I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, hey, hey, uh, um. Oh, hi, Doc. Gentlemen, hi. Um, <laughs> don't break character. I know. <laughs> uh so I've read the review. Which oh oh oh, oh okay. Uh, yeah. Mago's review. Yeah have some concerns oh uh, and it's been recommended by really anyone involved that uh there needs to be further observation really in what you guys normally do i mean more so for health but also job performance it's gotten into a oh a whole other realm that i don't know that i'm completely uh qualified to do but i'm gonna do my best uh how how was our how how was our medical review like the how was yeah, that yeah i okay? mean are we are we like can you tell us our results out. i don't care if they know confidentiality prevents yeah. me but because of how dire a lot of this is oh uh, i'm gonna have to break some of this against my better judgment um this has never been done before <laughs> this is we're in we're in uncharted territory yeah side i don't know where the parasites start and where you begin, frankly, I'm not even sure if it's you that we're talking to or the parasites themselves. Um, so there's that. Everybody else, I mean, yes. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I, I mean, mean, if if that's it, I mean, that's not that's not bad. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Um, I think it's great. I think, uh, I think clean bills of health. Clean, high five. Hey, yes, guys. I'm, what? I'm a little concerned. Oh, it's it's parasites nothing. are cool. Parasites look what happened are to venom. Yeah, that's right? no. That's but look nothing. what happened to venom. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. So, so uh, I guess I guess we're we're just gonna kind of be doing our our thing, and you'll be you'll be here. Yes. Okay. Well. Uh, okay, Doctor Panda. Yeah, Doctor. Uh, uh, okay. Awesome. Wait, his name's Doctor Panda. <laughs> you didn't see it on his badge. See it on the. It's right there. I mean, normally I work on pandas, but they, uh, you know, there was really ran out of regular doctors. <laughs> I don't know. I you mean, look kind of panda. Yeah. 
right. I'm pretty sure I saw you eating bamboo the other day. Eating? I was flossing. Bamboo. Oh, oh, okay. My PhD. Just a bear food. No, pam bamboo. <laughs> Bamboo. Okay. I was going to say panda and pa- bamboo is one word, like bamboo. <laughs> it's, the, it's the new Disney character. Bamboo. Bamboo. And it's just going to be like that stupid pig from Moana where it, like, it's in all the advertising, but it's in three scenes. <laughs> all right, Doc. Well, you might as well sit down while we, while we work. And, uh, I do feel Pua. I have yeah, to yeah, mention yeah. that my PhD is in dance, um, so I might not be fully qualified, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. I brought my PhD. <laughs> it's a dance. <laughs> well, for those of you out there hanging around, this is Sanctuary One Radio. It's a new season. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited. Uh, welcome to a brand new season of Sanctuary One Radio. It's Diamond Jab Prop Society. We're joined by Dr. Panda. Uh, what's up, buddy? What's going on? PhD. You, you just reminded me of that one, that one scene in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's like, he's ready to box. He's like, you ready to dance? And he goes, yeah, I'll have to warn you. I took three years to tap. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's about to get real. <laughs> real. Well, have you ever seen that? Uh, what was that? DreamWorks Monsters vs. Aliens. Oh yeah. my! Oh. It's like the Doctor Cockroach with the DDR machine. He's like, I have to warn you, my PhD is in dance. He does like a flip. <laughs> well, with a brand new season, we got right, brand new. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was. I remember that. Uh, with with a new season, we get to talk about stuff that we should have talked about last season that we never got around to. So what better way to start this than to actually talk about old stuff? Right? Who doesn't like old stuff? Yeah, who doesn't like... Antique re- stores are a thing. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're antiquing. We're antiquing Re- this, this episode. In. Retro is the new end. And I'm just as unqualified to talk about this stuff as I am medical. medical. So here we got are. Got you. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about uh, uh, kind of cross-pollination in media, right? Where we see uh, pop culture show up in different forms uh, and whether or not they can be successful in those forms. We've seen uh, uh, TV shows go to movies, movies go to games, games go to books, go, and, and kind of an amalgamation of everything in, in different directions. But all of this stemmed from the fact that uh, it seems as though we finally got a quality video game on our hands that isn't Batman, which is ironic because Batman has had a horrendous history of video games up until the Arkham series. And even then, uh, and even then some issues here and there. And I'd say recent too, because I mean like technically you could say team, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles translation of the video games wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Uh, But we're talking like NES, Super NES. Yeah. We're talking arcade days. Right. Uh, Like the, (laughs) The X Men qu- Quarter Eater Arcade Machine. I love that thing. Oh, that I I actually downloaded that game on PlayStation. Uh, like that's how much I, like I can't it. do it. I yeah, and then I I shoved quarters into my PlayStation. It doesn't work anymore, but, <laughs> but that was the only way I could. Out of that game. I mean, oh, I, was, yeah. I wasn't using this the the DVD reader anyway. So <laughs> it's all digital now. It's all digital. Uh, with all that being said, um, uh, Spider Man has also had a pretty average video game history. If you think about uh, especially it. if you factor in this, what source material is directly pulling from? Correct. Like seriously, they had like uh, so so uh, Spider Man. The the one I remember, the first Spider Man game I remember is uh, Maximum Carnage. Yes, yes. Uh, which was it's the one that a lot of people remember. And it's it's not a bad game. Yeah. Like when when for the time it was made. I was gonna say let's qualify that for the time it was made. For the time and it, it was, was and he had Spider Man and Venom. Um, but then you had things like I think there was one for a Sega CD. 
and it was just trash. I don't I even think people talk like about web, that console. I think yeah, we've yeah. offended half of our listener base. Yeah, right, right. By yeah. name dropping the Sega like CD. CD. Yeah, like it's that bad. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and then we move on to the the once the movies came out, they wanted to get out. Yeah, of so there was a there was a Spider Man game uh, uh, outside of the films in two thousand that was on the PlayStation that ended with uh, one of my favorite uh, uh, chase scenes. At the end, you're playing a Spider-Man being chased by Octo Carnage through a hallway, uh, and it is—it's dreadfully terrifying, depending on the age you played it at, because you're running from Carnage, who of course is known to be incredibly violent. Uh, so that's a game I remember. We're talking uh, blood that, and guts here, that kids. That's what you said, where they poisoned the entire bottom layer. So of that's the, game, the one right? where yeah, the you—you yeah. you, the theory behind not being able to go down to the streets of the city is they let out this gas. This poisonous gas. Apparently it was heavier Um, than really light air. Yeah, it was really thick and it only stayed at the bottom of the streets. But it led to our explanation of uh, what happened to all the people. Well, the people, animals. Animals, like... like, like, A whole bunch of dead squirrels in the street. Are we just ignoring the catastrophic (laughs) suffocation of the citizens of New York that are happening as we're swinging through the rooftops? (laughs) And why would it seep down to the sewer level? I don't know, but apparently I'm trying to remember how they fix it. I'm pretty sure he uses a piece of technology to turn on all fans in the city. (laughs) It's something really stupid. It'll just blow the gas away. (laughs) Meanwhile, somewhere in Canada. (laughs) Meanwhile, Wolverine is chilling up in the Canadian wilderness and just sees this huge trail of smoke headed his way, and all he goes, "Son of a bitch!" (laughs) And that's the end of the 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 game. Trying to kill me, waving his claws like a fan to blow back. (laughs) I have a new power. My claws. Like fan blades. Fan blades. I think there's a point where he did that in a comic book. One there's a point where he spun around. Yeah. Kept yeah. His hand. I, mean, I know he has that ability. Yeah. To pirouette, I guess is the way to put it. <laughs> what was the Spider Man game where it's just like the best cutscene of all time where Venom comes up and he's like, we got to go down to the, the technology or something. And Venom's like, are we going to surf the web? <laughs> and then like, I'm pretty he's sure. Like, he's in the background. I can't the remember, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's that one. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's like, the In game. the background, he's like, surf the web, surf the web, surf the web. <laughs> it's my favorite iteration of Venom, I think. Um, so there was that game, which is, of course, hilarious. I called uh, Vito on that one. Yeah. Um, uh, another really memorable one. We talked about it in the planning meeting. Uh, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions. I, I'll be people honest, really I, enjoy. I really love that. It, it had Spider-Man 2099. Yeah, which if you do not era, know was that nice. Spider-Man, you should. Yes. Uh, well, I, I, it depends on how interested in 2099. In 2099, the story was okay, and then it, then a lot of the 2099 series just kind of yeah, spiraled off into like I, weird. But I, I just I really like Spider-Man 2099. Yeah, I just do. Um. The, the was super that skull motif that was super popular then. Yeah, right. They're like it's a hundred years in the future. They're gonna love skulls and crazy tribal stuff, just like we do now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Give but them the was... Batman arm things. What else was there? There was Shattered Dimensions. I remember is there was Web of Shadows, which was another really kind average of similar. Game. Yeah. There's a Game Boy Color one I played. Oh, pretty good. I just remember the sounds from that one. <laughs> 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 And then there's the movie. movie. So uh, you had Spider-Man based on the first uh, one. uh, Which uh, which of the movie ones 
is one is the one that people love. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider Man Two, which is funny yeah. because Spider Man no, Two is the one. It, that, it, I mean, Spider Man Three. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth, bro. So, so here's here's the the funny part is Spider Man Two was quite possibly the strongest out of three movies, and it's also the strongest out of three games. Yeah, oh, fine. Wow. There's a there's a yeah, certain he's had a long history of really shitty games. That's uh okay. Uh, 1982 Spider-Man. Thank 1984 you. Quest Probe Spider-Man. Quest Probe Spider-Man sounds like it's naughty. Yeah. Uh, 1989 The Amazing Spider-Man and Captain America and Doctor Doom's Revenge. Uh, The Amazing Spider-Man console handheld. The Amazing Spider-Man versus the Kingpin. 1999. Oh, uh, Spider-Man yeah, the video game in 1991. There's that one. On yeah. Sega Genesis. Um, 1992 Amazing Spider-Man 2 Return of the Sinister Six and X-Men Spider-Man and the X-Men. Yeah. Arcade Revenge, Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 3. Let's get into when the movie started coming out. 2000, Spider-Man. Yes. 2001, Spider-Man 2, The Sinister Six, Spider-Man 2, Enter Electro, Spider-Man, Mysterio's Menace, and then Spider-Man again in 2002. 2004 was Spider-Man 2, Ultimate Spider-Man 05, Battle for New Spider-Man York was wasn't, 2006. wasn't too bad. So Battle for New York was too... Uh, no, Battle for about? New York was something else. Okay. 2007, Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Um, Web of Shadows in 2008. Ugh. Yeah, I think Web of Shadows was actually a precursor to Shattered, Shattered Dimensions. Dimensions. 2009 was Toxic City. 2010 was Shattered Dimensions. 2011 was Edge of Time. 2012 was the Amazing oh. Spider-Man movie. Edge of Time was the yeah. sequel yeah. to Web of yeah. to, uh, 2013, Ultimate Spider-Man. 2014, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 game. And then they finally took a break and spent and two, two three years later in 2018 did Spider-Man, did Spider-Man which is the one... On the we are talking about that we're going to talk about today. Yep. Um, so yeah, so that's an extensive history of a lot of just the Amazing Spider-Man in the title. By the way, <laughs> right. there was a lot of Amazing Spider-Man there for a little while, and I think they realized people don't like long video game names. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think I think one of the hardest things, uh, like when you think about relating a comic to a, a video game, uh, is the comic book creators and artists are able to create. Uh, a media which is a static visual media and give it a sense of action and i feel like sometimes uh video games take a sense of action and are unable to uh, uh unable to supply it with a narrative uh that the comic books will would already have in place yeah so they they take this action they make it more over the top uh and then that kind of goes nowhere see i would say uh, the depending on especially in the case of spider-man i would say it's the reverse spider-man being from print you you get the narrative you get the character seeing him in the cartoons i was able to see the things that spider-man was doing in motion Mm -hmm. when it then translated to video games video games were constrained by the time frame that they were in so it didn't actually replicate one to one Mm -hmm. a really great example is in Spider-Man PS4, they have the ability where you pull both triggers and he web zips to yep. one point. Mm-hmm. That was not something that was available in Spider-Man, uh, the first Spider-Man movie, or even the second Spider-Man movie, like in terms of the game replications, right? Yeah, yeah. You could swing around, you could fight people, but there was no, I didn't feel, I didn't look like the Spider-Man that I had seen on the on the screen, mm-hmm. right? So I've been waiting for a game that made me feel like, hey, I'm Spider-Man. Great example is Batman. In the Arkham games, the Arkham games created a mode of transportation that made it feel like it makes sense when Batman just shows up on the other side of the city in four minutes. 
and there's no explanation (laughs) to how he got there. I'll agree with that in that uh, also as well, you get a detective, you get a fighter. Yeah. They kind of took every little bit that, that we know him as, and they integrated it into the game. Yeah, and that's the thing. When I watch the shows or I watch the films, I always have the sense of when I go to play it, do I do I look do I look like what I just got done watching? And, I, and yeah. for years that wasn't the case in a Spider-Man game. It was just the nostalgia of Spider-Man being on the screen and me being able to control him within the structure that they had created. And, and this think, is the closest. I think they on. did a similar thing with Spider-Man though. So they they made him the the funny. Uh, actiony Spider-Man, and then they you get to see the awkward Peter Parker, the you know who's also a scientist, right? You get to see the sciencey bits of him there too, which they don't usually focus on in, in the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I appreciated that. Yeah. So uh, for uh, where the beginning of this episode is going to be fairly spoiler free. We want to try to preserve as much as we possibly can, which we'll try to do for most of the. The episode. Joker shows up and kills everybody. <laughs> he does. He's in like it's everything. Insane. So, uh, narrative-wise, because we have two really heavy comic book guys here who have followed a lot of Spider-Man for a long period of time, and we have two guys who are relatively comfortable in the video game era with mm-hmm. you and I, um, we have a, a Peter Parker that is eight years into his stint as Spider-Man. And my first question from the comic book realm is, are there instances while you're reading, while you're watching in the animated series or or whatever the case may be, are there instances where you begin to feel the time that Peter has spent as Spider-Man similar to, hey, he's been Spider-Man for eight years in the game with comic books or even with the animated series, there really is no semblance of time. Yeah, unless unless it's called out specifically where where it's part of the story, like, oh, I've been Spider-Man all this time. It doesn't, it's not really a thing. There's an unwritten rule in comic books that you don't actually talk about how long it's been since something happened. Like, they'll just be like, we've had like 14 presidents, but only five years have passed, right? So, um, <laughs> like, they reference actual presidents at the time the comic book is written, but it's this weird kind of, like, timeline thing where they don't really talk about it much. Yeah. Uh, kind of the, the, the unwritten assumption is for about every year that passes um, in world, it's four years for us. Mm. So if you think of, like, comic years... Uh, or one fourth of a human year, Got it. Uh, or of our, our year, so something like dog years or cat years. Um, that doesn't hold true completely. Um, take a look at Cap. Take a look at Captain America, um, and then certain things like Iron Man, where originally it was the Vietnam War, and then they said it was the Iraqi War, and so they just keep changing when it happened so that it fits with the narrative of how long it's been since the unfortunate part is there have been wars to set it in. <laughs> that's, that's a good way of looking yeah. at it. No, well, not a good way, but you know, that is the way of looking yeah, at it. It's an interesting point. Um, yeah. so little things like that. So it had, there's definitely conversations in the comic books around Spider-Man's like, Hey, I've been doing this a while or, Hey, I'm finally at a point where I can join the Avengers. It's a very generalization um, of everything. But I think like the last almost, I think like, unofficially the, the timeline since civil war when i was still in college like 10 years ago it's only actually been like a year since then in world really oh, wow right 
So like, for it, for the primary Spider-Man, it's only been a year for since for the Civil Marvel War. universe as a whole. I think it's only been like one or two years since Civil, Civil War, War two happened. Comes it takes place it's like, l- within like, like, really? like a year. That's like, yeah. crazy. Oh my! <laughs> no one learned anything. In that. Right? They so, let like, Civil War happen again <laughs> less than a year. Because I mean, like even if you just look at the, the ages of the characters that participated in that, none of them are older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so in world, like if you were to think about the amount of time that has passed, we're probably only talking about a year or two since Civil War, the original. So is the idea that you really have not gotten an opportunity to see a Peter Parker that might be eight years into a stint as as if you compare him to Peter Parker when he first appeared in um he, it has been yeah, so here's the thing. He started when he was in high school and that is that is canon, right? So um, I think it's. I think it's. It, so he's Spider-Man out of college. Started, we are. We are ten years past that, I believe. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. So the, so the current one now, we're seeing now meets that probably. Criteria. Probably the one in the video game is a couple years behind. Gotcha. The Spider-Man we're currently reading in comics. Gotcha. Okay. So Spider-Man twelve to fifteen years ago is probably the Spider-Man that's in that game. So comic mm. books ten to fifteen years ago. Is Spider Man? Is Spider Man here in this video? In terms of experience, yeah. in terms of theoretically, yes. Like things. I said, it's very hard to actually gauge. It's it's gotcha. nice that. to see like this middle range Spider Man though. So you have he's not brand new, uh, but he's not you know he's not the Dark Knight. Yeah, Dark right, Knight right. Rises. Yeah, 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 old yeah. man Spider. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'd read that comic in a heartbeat. Um, it's coming. They're doing old man everything. Now, they're doing so. old man, old man Quill. Are they really Peter Quill? Well, they just they did were Old like, Man Hawkeye. They were like, yeah, well, that yeah. was a prequel, which again, but they they're doing Old Man Quill, which is like, you know what happened on Earth, but what happened in outer space? Um, but here's the thing. So, uh, you know, for me, it's nice to see where he's got some of his crap together, uh, but in some essences, he's still just as much of a mess. Well, I think uh, the the thing that I liked about this game, and I'm interested to get your take in it, mm-hmm. right at the beginning. Uh, the beginning of the game does not like hold punches to try to paint Peter in a picture that Spider-Man veterans can feel comfortable where they are, right? He just jumps in, he's laid on his rent, and he and MJ are not together. Like, there's your foundation for Peter's personal life. And that's within like the first few minutes. So if you if that is a spoiler for you, we are sorry. Like yeah, the the, yeah, the first you scene push start and that's what yeah it you is. push start and that's your first scene. <laughs> literally like like late on a red, he's about to get yeah. evicted. He's still rocking the classic suit, but he's building stuff on his own, which I think is yeah. is yeah. a nice he's, highlight. And he's got his own little inventions in his in his apartment. Yeah. It's really like kind of neat. One of my which favorites. I, Go ahead. I like as a comparison to like the current movie one where he's like relying on on iron man for a lot of his stuff it's cool to see him building his own stuff yeah compared to like homecoming and you know well, i think that's the borrowed. thing is like uh, there's this there's a split not in the spider-man community but in the general community of spider-man fans not like diehards yeah. who have all of these different ways of looking at peter parker in that yes he's smart but he's not build stuff on your own he's not reed richard smart Right, he's not Tony Stark smart. I don't think he was ever intended to be. He just has a like one of the things I like that they emphasize in the comic books. He just has a different way of looking at things than those. Re- like he won't argue that he's Reed Richards smart. He won't argue that he's Tony yeah. smart, Tony Stark smart. But he'll he has a different way of looking at things, like on a simplistic street level, that they don't get. 
Yeah. So he'll be like, well, why don't you just do this? They're like, well, think about doing it. I think, and it's book, one thing. It's book one smart thing, versus street smart. one thing smart. that's actually I stated in, game, in the game, I think. Thing. Well, here's where the he's thing. Like, I he's, think he's just like where where uh, quote is said. Oh my God, he he just thought of this and this and this. Like uh, Otto says it. Um, yeah, so th- that's one of the direct comparisons in the game to that idea is that he is working with Otto Octavius, uh, who has a different origin story than the comics. Uh, which I, I this is one of my favorite tellings of an origin story. Is he is working um, to build prosthetics for uh amputee veterans which in terms of relatability right if we really it, it's there. really high up there and they've always they've seemed to be able to do that with octavius even though the comics or not even the comics the cartoons had always positioned him as this chaotic neutral bad guy right egomaniacal yeah, yeah kind of a loser he's a kind smart, of sort of super smart but super he's a smart, loser but he's a loser um I always remember the Spider-Man ride in Disney when he uh, they're having those broadcasts as you're waiting for the ride. Yeah. And he goes, I'm sorry to uh, interrupt your uh, inane sophomore comedies and Saturday morning cartoon shows. Yeah. It goes on off in this like on this ring. tangent <laughs> that no one is listening to. Like that's Octavius in the cartoons in a nutshell. That, right. It's straight out of the cartoon. Just the I'm I'm just gonna throw like. I am a bad guy for the sake of being a bad guy. And then you have like Octavius in the, in the comics who's literally Reed Richards and Tony Stark smart. Um, in, in, in essence, in, at one point in the comic, he created this like death trap for the earth that no one could figure out, or at least he wouldn't give them the time to figure it yeah. out. Um, so then yeah. fast forward to this, you get this very personable, very similar to Alfred Molina in the way he's presented in the second film. And they've done that for him, like when Art, when uh, Otto Octavius had his uh, his solo run series, the mm-hmm. miniseries. They presented him as very a very relatable version of Doctor of Doctor Ock that we just yeah. don't see very often. Um, so there there are points where you see Doctor Octopus be be the Alfred Molina. I think it predated the Alfred Molina thing, didn't it? What? The, the comics, the comic, the Doctor Octopus comic books that kind of made him more relatable. Uh, I, or it I might have been a reaction to the Alfred Molina thing. I'm not positive. Um, well, I mean, if we're under the assumption that Spider-Man Two came out first and then they started altering this character, are you surprised from just comics in general? It? Not that they went back to it, but that they've been able to successfully do that with that character. I mean, it all depends on how you present it, and if you present it. If you present it in the way that they're using it, so you know, in the movie and in this in the game, for instance, he's trying to do something for the betterment of mankind. That's what he wants to do. That's, of course, is going to be easier to relate at the beginning. To, at yeah. the beginning, is easier to relate to than someone who's just like, I made arms so I can steal <laughs> things and take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Or the That's, or the Alfred that is one. that is not the official uh, <laughs> the official voice of Doc Ock on this no, podcast. No, it's not. End quote. Take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's you know that's close to the Doc Ock from the 1970s. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah 1970s yeah. stuff. That's, just that's like, actually I'm it's it's more like it's more like uh like the Batman TV show. I'm the Riddler. <laughs> Spider Man and his amazing friends. You know that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 it's it's interesting the way they position that. I think the relationship with him and Mary Jane is different. So much of the community is is obsessed based on Brand New Day and all these other things on having these two as an item together. They are kind of say what you will about like Reed Richards and Susan Storm and a couple others. It is my opinion that Peter Parker and Mary Jane are the are the pinnacle of relationships to comic book fans in comic books. Wow. I don't know if there's another relationship the, that fans are that invested in. Um, I would say probably not. Mostly just because Peter Parker was the demographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. He's the nerdy high school kid. Mm-hmm. And he got like a supermodel wife. Mm-hmm. Yep, literally. He, yeah. he, he <laughs> was... He is what all that demographic. Well, not in terms was, of relatability. I mean, based on on. But that's why the investment dreams, is there. Dreams. Got yeah. you. Okay. 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 Wants and dreams and hopes that'll never happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, and then, uh, to my understanding, they pulled that back because they said it made him less relatable having him be married, since most of the demographic is is not married. Is single, brooding, nerd boys, um, or at least that's kind and of the I way say, it came screw across. You. Right? That's the way it kind of came across. Yeah. Um. I don't. I, I'm guessing that wasn't, you know, the Mar- the editor, yeah, Caseta, the editor in chief's time intention. But that's kind of the feeling that you got when he was just like, yeah, no, he's more relatable as, as when he's single. <clears throat> and it was like, thanks for saying I'll never have an attractive spouse. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> um. But that that level of, uh, hope, what you're, what you kind of think about, what you're dreaming for, like that perfect match. Not only is she attractive, but she's smart. She's engaging. She challenges him. Yeah. Um, and the relationship isn't perfect. So it wasn't like a, a romance but that didn't have its problems. It was it was real and it was relatable at times. Yeah. yeah. And they, they had like even so when I started reading was during the Maximum Carnage issues and she tells him multiple times, do not chase this maniac. Like he's got broken ribs. He's he's like on his last leg. And she's like, don't do this. Please don't do this. Oh, there's oodles of scenes of her crying and, and, and like and he just you know and there's this one point where she had this like horrible uh uh interaction with venom and then venom winds up again almost almost dead at her front doorstep because he knows mm. who peter is and she has like this like whole big issue with it um and and that was all during this uh, maximum carnage storyline and uh and it was it was he's right it's not a perfect relationship she does challenge him uh, but there's also those moments that uh, that we love, like face it, tiger, you know, that whole line, you know. And uh, but I, I guess my question stems from the fact that knowing that a lot of the community really enjoys this relationship. Are you at all as a player? Just as invested or as intrigued when they are not together. Well, I think I think uh, you know the <laughs> the li- the little the the you know, the young person in me is like they're not together. What's going on? But that's but how then, the like, community reacted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When then, they when they broke up in the comics. Yeah. yeah. And then, well, and they then, didn't break up in the comic books. They just said they were never. They together. just said they were never together. Yeah, the community then, didn't like. But that. But then there's like uh, they never got married. There's like just some part of my brain that goes, you know, when you start the game goes. They're gonna get back together. Yeah. They're gonna get back together. Um, so I'm curious for Nick, like uh, you don't have as much investment in the comic book side of that, right? Like, uh, a little bit. Yeah, little not, bit. not so, to you guys, like, but to, trying to Joe's point, when they're uh, not together, how does that resonate for you? I'm sorry, secret identity. Secret identity's oh, yeah, no. no! <laughs> <laughs> um 
it wasn't like when I when I saw it, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, no, they're not together. Like I can't even. No, it was just like that's interesting. I can't breathe. Yeah, I think it, <laughs> I think it makes it an interesting dynamic for his character. That you know, like you said in the beginning, you know, he's late on his rent. He's sort of all his focus is into being it's just Spider-Man. Being Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, you know, and he may have a job now and and all that other stuff, but his focus is a hundred percent being Spider-Man. It just, it's just, it's just. I think, uh, to be honest, it's classic Spider-Man because when does Spider-Man do his most brave, like awesome stuff? Is when he's got like when everything is going yeah. wrong, and he still persists i think that's the biggest thing right well one of the interesting things to the game is that they they make it an emphasis to to show the things that peter parker is seeing Mm -hmm. uh outside of the suit his experiences outside of being spider-man but i think to your point as i'm playing the game i would say this game is a classic example of peter's work-life balance being really out of whack really yeah, yeah like yeah. he is heavy into his life at spider-man and part of it is because he doesn't have mary jane to pull him back yeah. to the center she she was his balancing you know like yeah she, she told him when she was getting too much when he was getting when too he much was getting it. too deep into it mm-hmm. uh now what i'm interested to see is if this series goes forward i hope this is does. this <laughs> is a this is a mary jane that is very action oriented. She has the job at the Daily Bugle. Mm-hmm. She is the beat reporter. She is so, the, okay, the, so the writer can, that's there. No, I don't want to get into spoilers, but here's the thing. There's sometimes when I was like, yeah, man, she's she's got a real point. You got to treat her like a person, you know, like, come on, Pete, what's wrong with you? And then there were other times where like, Mary Jane, you dumb. You real dumb. <laughs> so Mary Jane puts herself in like really precarious positions. Uh, not as a damsel in distress, but as a, no, I know what I'm doing. I've been reporting on crime for a few years in the city. There's just a few instances, though, that when she does it, and she obviously has, there's sometimes when, She's way when, like, when Peter, yeah, yeah. like, messes up, and, like, I get it, he he was being over uh, overcautious, but there are other times when, like, she's obviously in danger, and he comes and saves her, and she complains about it, yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. you would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> if i did not do and this. that's 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 my like that's when when the voice in the back of my head goes mary jane you dumb but that's what i'm interested in with the idea of them uh potentially being together in the future of the series she's much more action oriented so is there a concern that she instead of being a, a centrist in his relationship is she going to pull him even further into being spider-man because of how ingrained in the city's crime that she's in, which I think is a different relationship yeah, think, than what we've seen think, before. Do you think she's going to deepen his sense of responsibility? That's that's what yeah. I think, which could be a good thing, but it's a storyline that I'd be very interested to see them flesh out, is how much of her is, is his relationship with her, being who she is in this universe, m- more harm than good. And, and, and not for spoilers, you know, and, but uh, I'd like to see if, there is another rift that's created by the presence of someone else of someone else. No, yeah, you're exactly we'll, we'll, right. Yeah. We'll get to that. But like, uh, cause if, if well, that... that's not a spoiler, that's a, that's an announced DLC. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, no, well, well it, it depends on the character you're depends talking character. about. Yeah, character. If you're talking about black hat, everyone knows about yeah. black hat, but no, that's, right, that's yeah. not that's who not, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. Um, so, so potentially, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, uh, when we get to the spoilers, when the moment I put the asterisk spoiler and I let people know, Hey, this is where you can stop listening. 
We'll get doctor's permission. As, as, as soon as he says that, I will scream it from the mountain. Right, so this is your permission. You're like, you're like, if you haven't already stopped listening. Yes. Yeah, okay, we'll yeah. get into, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. we are very soon to spoilers, <laughs> but, uh, so be prepared. But it, it'll be interesting to see because, yeah, this is the most action-oriented we've ever seen uh, Mary Jane, aside from when she, you know, in yeah. the most recent comic books, when, she's to- when she was Tony Stark's uh, assistant. Where she actually, I think, at one point wore armor, yeah, a few did. times, um, mm-hmm. and where she's she's kind of had to hold her own against like uh, whether it be other. It's a small or world, villains. yeah, yeah. Um, based on all the trailers that we saw in the game, when you finally got a chance to play it, did it mm-hmm. feel like what you saw? Yeah, and I sort of kept my. I, I typically do it with games that I'm really excited for. I don't watch stuff on purpose, so everything can be new to me. So I probably have only seen like the E3 stuff that they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sent. That was the same as me. I yeah. only saw the E3. So yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen much, so I wasn't expecting, uh, you know, at least stuff that was in the trailers. So for me, it was all it was all completely new, and I really dug it. And now, just to give, just so you know exactly what my experience with the game is, I've done maybe three missions, and then I just took off. <laughs> I have literally. Yeah, I, I have you do the first three, and then it opens up. The... I have every single backpack. I have the homecoming. Oh yeah, no, suit. no, that's what I did. That's, that's exactly, exactly what, what I did. So I've, I've now gone to every part of the city. And the one thing that I really like about the game is every other. And and you had mentioned this when we were talking about Red Dead about like fast travel yeah. and stuff. Is um, you know, you, you feel like it's a drag to go all the way over this map. I don't want to fast travel into my yeah. Game. Like I think that, that's I know a big difference. With the like subway. it's 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 there. We were talking about it, but... Red Dead, and we were saying. Red Dead doubles down for those of you who don't know we're talking about Red Dead Redemption 2 which is an old western game from Rockstar mm-hmm. Games similar in the vein of Grand Theft Auto if you haven't played that I'm not going to explain it um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure at this uh, point everybody. yeah at this point you know what it is um, but, but it's it because it takes place in that time frame it does not position fast travel nearly at all there's uh, uh, there you can do it but it's not in your face it's not even presented because the game wants yeah. you to travel the way people typically traveled, which means they rode their horse from point A to point B back to point A over and over and over again. Which and, I and, dig. And and in this game, they want you to travel. Just which like, I dig. Just like every, every. tedious. <laughs> yes. And I dig it because it's immersive. Yes. But I dig the spider. The Spider-Man, Spider-Man is even totally more. Yeah. yeah. So this game wants you to travel like every other spider person travels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think th- the difference here is that it, it, the game really embraces like there are level ups for him to do different tricks in the air. So it's like yeah. we want people to really embrace the idea of web swinging well, from point A to point B. Even, even that, and it's not a slog because they, they, there's things to listen to. Uh, there's like, oh yeah, there's Jameson, always stuff yeah. happening. The, the police, I'm sorry, but the police, uh, ca- Spider Cop and Spider Cop, one of my favorite things like of the game. Yeah. Spider cop, yeah. part man or part cop, part spider. spider. Like it's just so good. Is it, wasn't it part spider, part man, part cop? It's, yeah, like that. yeah, it was yeah. That. so good. It's it part is man, so part spider, spider all cop. All cop. And, yeah. There you go. Yes. And what I really liked about it too, just from like the backpacks thing. So a lot of times when you play games, you'll get spoiled by the collectibles, and people won't really even think about it. They'll throw the collectibles about, but they'll let you go as soon as you get to a certain mission. You just go. With this, I was not spoiled at all by it's any all of past. the collectibles. It's all it's stuff that all happened in the past. And I like, yeah. I like, I like, I like how he audibly reminisces about the thing yeah. he picked yeah. up. 
Like he opens this up and he's like, oh man, this was back when I it's was in Aunt May's wheat cakes <laughs> recipe. Yeah, yeah. Like she makes How the best wheat There's like cakes five and recipes. There's in a recipe for wheat cakes. There's a recipe for his dumplings, which this is funny because this is a whole nother side of Peter that we haven't seen. But I think it like, so or I do want to get into this portion of it, which mm. is the changing of characters. Mm-hmm. We started talking about it with Mary Jane. This Peter is a little different. Uh, Peter is, um, he is, uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, a scientist Yeah. Uh, who works with Otto, but he is uh, like a cook. Like, apparently he can cook really well. Well, he's chemistry. And most he's chemistry, I know right? Are usually pretty yeah, good at so, but, but this, this is like the portions. forefront of what he's done. Like, he's, he, like he's joking about going to cooking school and doing these things. Like, this is a very different character in terms of his aspirations or in terms of things that he enjoys doing that we just haven't yeah, seen he, before. He has a hobby. He has a hobby, yeah, yeah. that's outside of Spider-Man, yeah. which I think is really funny. Um, and science, which, yeah, you really haven't seen in any media before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Other than dating. So Yeah, dating, science, and Spider-Man was pretty much... Peter's life right. for, and that's pretty much it. But now he has like and, and other and things he, that he's when into. When he wasn't in school, <laughs> when he wasn't in school, yeah. Uh, we talked about the change of Mary Jane's character. We, we uh, talked about uh, ch- the changes similar to uh, Alfred Molina's. Yeah. yeah, the, the one thing I will highlight. So here's where I want to put an asterisk. Uh, right here, spoiler. Well, spoiler if you really care about not an action but about a backstory. Right, so go to it. There's a yeah, so you can pause right here if you don't want. So uh, uh, the the backstory or the motivation behind the prosthesis uh, that Otto is trying to create is that Otto is dying from a de- uh, a degenerative disorder uh, that limits his limbs useless. Yeah, like basically he can't move. Okay. Yeah, his feet, everything he's doing, which I I'm really it's. It's a little complicated within the context of the story, but it is a comic book game. But his motivation is out of fear. I am a genius who is about to be unable to move. I will have this genius, high-level intellectual brain in this useless body of mine. Do you ever you ever watch Doctor Who, right? Yeah, oh yeah. So the one point where David Tennant goes, I can do so much more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the way Otto is coming into it at this. I can be a genius and help so many people. My intellect should be preserved, and I should be able to carry on my work. Yeah. So if I can figure out how to do this, I, I I can prolong my time on this planet. That isn't just as a useless vegetable with the inability to move or do anything. Barely the ability to breathe, you know? Yeah. yeah. So a lot of his motivation goes into how do I fix my issue? The other side of it, though, goes into something that comes from Spider-Man 2, which is damage to the, the neurological chip that starts doubling down on his degenerative disorder, but also creating that, that uh, mental psychosis issue. This yeah. idea that he is making very rash decisions he's having uh uh so um, yeah he thinks everything's going fine with the development and then peter even looks at it and goes oh god this is affecting this is him wrong. already yeah uh, how is he alive right using now using this device right now so ultimately that leads to the origins of of dr octopus yeah. uh and everything else that transpires in the game but 
in terms of character changes, that was something I loved. I was playing the game going, it, it, it was a turn of the character that even though it was aggressive and even though he was bad, it was a motivation that I was really enjoying. Yeah, I mean, and even before he but that did, really he made should, sense. Even before he did the heel turn, he he. There's a moment where Peter finds out, and there's very heartfelt moment between the two. Yeah, uh, you you know you don't afterwards you don't know if it's necessarily true or real, but there's this you know, moment you know, where Peter is like, oh my god, why didn't you tell me? Like I like where Peter again that responsibility right where he's like I would have he knows he would have worked hard even harder with Otto if he knew about this and Otto having the hubris to not wanting people to know. Yeah. There's a theme that goes through this game, especially uh, I want to talk about Martin Lee real quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Martin Lee in the game says to him, he can't save everyone. Mm -hmm. And that's the theme of the game is you cannot save everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then like at the, and and at the very end of the game, that's when he finally kind of gets it. Yeah, it's like, oh, my, my job isn't necessarily, yes, I can save as many people as I can, but the reality is I just, I cannot save everyone. It's not possible. And in, the, in, you know, in, in that case, I'll do what I can to make sure as many people are protected as possible. Yeah, which I think is, a, is, is nice for his character. It's odd for a character to learn that eight years into their stint as a hero, uh, but I'm, I'm okay with it for the most part. Yeah. Uh, Martin Lee's character, uh, Mr. Negative, uh, is I, I, I just want to say very well done. Uh, I, in my I he went from oblivious on my radar to like, oh, I kind of, I kind of dig this guy. Uh, the the motivation is is everything is is centered around Norman Osborn, as is the typical case. But Norman is not is is in the game. That's now, about the, the, the most thing, I'll say on it. The only thing I say will be different from the comics. Are we still spoilering? Uh, yes. Well, I mean, it's not a huge spoiler. Is that Mr. Negative in the comics has no idea. Like, uh, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hardly has no idea that Mr. Negative exists. In the comics. Oh, in the comics. Gotcha, gotcha, at gotcha. all. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the game, you kind of get the sense that Mr. Lee uh, uh, and Mr. Negative are the same person. Yeah, there's a there's a an audio that you pick up where it seems as though the more something happens, the more Mr. It's it's actually they double down on the yin and yang side of things, yeah. which is it's supposed to be fifty fifty, but in this instance, it's the percentage of Mr. Negative controlling more is more prevalent yeah. for reasons like even when mr lee is mr uh lee he's uh he's got so, somewhat like a, a negative bend to him like when he catches peter oh and yeah he, like he has his moments where and he'll you're turn. like you're like wait that's that's mr negative talking yeah whereas in the comics that would never happen if, if he was mr. if he was martin lee martin, martin lee, lee is martin lee the whole time yeah uh like which he, i thought would have been more interesting if yeah, they would have left it that um, way martin lee has like this like game set up in his office and he only moves the white pieces and someone else moves uh, the black pieces okay. and he doesn't Dig know it. who and he doesn't yeah. think to question it that's one of my favorite scenes in the comics is yeah. like yeah. he sits down and he's looking at the board and he's noticing that pieces have been moved and he doesn't know why or how but it doubles down on his on his paranoia that's another aspect yep. of his character so he's incredibly paranoid mm-hmm. about like people that originally like Martin Lee might be incredibly trusting, 
but Mr. Negative doesn't trust them at all. There's a paranoia to it. So uh, and that's that why I he find only interesting. Demons who are literally Correct. owned by him, yeah. if you will. So, um, so with all of that, uh, your overall experience with Spider-Man. Before we move on, uh, so I played it beginning to end. I. I did what you did and as soon as i got a chance i went out and did every collectible i possibly could the only things i did not finish were like getting the the ultimate things on the uh, taskmaster that 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 crap is hard yeah. uh put it out there but it was fun uh i've yet to play the dlc i still need to do that but uh, i would say just main story um there i i thoroughly enjoyed it um i i, I really like i want to see more narrative in my games um you know uh, I, I'm a story person. I think we, we've talked about that's that's why recently I started playing Destiny and I really like it because mm-hmm. there's a bunch of lore and things to learn. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that's that's what I want to know. Uh, th- I want something that's going to engage me and want to know more about the world that that we're in, about the world that we're seeing. Um, and uh, it really it really did. I wanted to know more about the black cat in this world. I wanted to know more about the Peter Parker. You know, I wanted to know all about uh, pretty much everything. Yeah. Just every tap tap. Yeah, I'm on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You need to move it closer. Sorry. Sorry. It's all right. Hopefully, it caught all that. Um, It did. It's just probably really low. But uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I thought the side tasks didn't feel like side tasks. Like even the Nor- Harry Osborne's like little cubicle thingies. I don't know if you get that for yet. I don't think so. Um, but there's no. whole science- he's only three mis- missions in. Yeah, there's not. there's like science these science things that you can do, and, and like Harry you, Harry just gives you a task and you do it, and they're kind of fun. They're always different. Like they don't repeat, which is crazy when you think about it. Yeah. Um, and I, I basically anything that gives me a um a reason to kind of web swing anywhere. Pretty much. I'll do it. Um, I loved it. Uh, my only bit of feedback, which I thought was really funny is I played amazing Spider-Man two. That was the last, uh, Spider-Man game I played, which was the one before this. Then I played this one. The web swing is fantastic. The navigation is fantastic. I have one teeny tiny, itty bitty piece of feedback for insomniac games. How the hell am I swinging around New York City and there are no fucking buses? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- and that's something we talked there's about. There's no before. buses. Not one. There's trash pickup. There's, there's taxis. There's a subway I can't land on. Because it'll kill uh, you. And there's no buses. That. The thing, the, the reason I realized that is because the swinging mechanics in Amazing Spider-Man 2 are similar. They're not as in-depth, but they're similar. The idea that Spider-Man could swing to a point, he would do this preset animation uh, that would look really cool, and then you'd kind of pick up on the back end, right? So it's meant to look more the way Spider-Man navigates. One of those ways of navigation is to zip line to a bus, and he will run along the top of the bus and then jump off, and you would continue swinging afterwards. Well, all of a sudden, I'm swinging, and I'm noticing there's no buses, like, in yeah. the city. Not that I would have the ability to do it. There's just no buses at all. So I'm like, what kind of, what kind of New York City is this? But it, it is a really good they traffic jam. City, traffic jam. So. So. They used anti-bus gas that was <laughs> settling at the bottom of the city. So, so, <laughs> so you're in the in the the first time we see Spider-Man, like he's saving a bus, right? Well, apparently that had buses need so frequent saving. The city to save stopped just stopped a fleet of buses. making buses, <laughs> and they said, "Take the subway, please," and moved on. 
Please. Uh, so I'm one of the uh, is it okay if I spoil something for you? Yes. Yeah, okay. You, you're okay. Yeah. All right. What so is Joker it? shows up and kills everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the thing that we were talking about with Mary Jane and uh, cause we're in spoiler territory now, we're talking about Mary Jane and then kind of fixing the relationship. And my question was miles Morales is in the game. Yes. I do. Know um, that. and he does get bitten by a spider yep. and he does get spider powers. So we talk about this power like relationship between Mary Jane and Peter and her trying to relate to him that she is a person, uh, and that she has wants and needs and things that she wants to do. And he has to be okay with that. She wants to be a partner with Spider-Man as well as Peter. How that will affect the power dynamic. Cause he can relate. Uh, they can relate to each other, miles and him much more, including losing a father figure much more than, uh, Mary, Mary Jane, Jane can, can as far as Spider-Man is concerned. And will that cause a rift in the relationship? And I'd be interested to see that and see that. Explore. I think that would be the typical storyline they would do is, is Peter caught in between miles and Mary Jane, mm-hmm. uh, two people, miles who wants to be Spider-Man, who it's going to be tough for him to detach the fact that Peter is Spider-Man because all he's ever seen is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So he wants to save the city. He wants to put himself into dangerous situations that he's never done before. Whereas Mary Jane, on the other hand, and this is where my concern comes in, is Mary Jane is just as action-oriented as Peter is in this narrative, in this universe. And so Peter does not have that person to pull him back to the center, especially with everything else that transpires in the game. Uh, I really was about to spoil something. I was like, that's the one thing in the game I can't spoil. (laughs) Thinking on that, so like, if you talk about a mentor relationship versus a partner relationship, okay, so Mary Jane's not the one to pull him back to the center, but you know those people that are like, um, they're smokers, and they're like, no, 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 don't smoke, right? Yeah. Uh, Because it's bad. And they're like, but you smoke. Well, what if that's Spider-Man to Miles? Like, you need to figure out a work-life balance. Well, mm. you're Spider-Man all the time. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But you need to figure this That's, out. That, I think, say, is the narrative they're going to go. Yeah, do yeah. as I say, not as I do. Right. Don't yes. be mean. It, it's, yeah. the, it's the whole, uh, if you've watched the show Scrubs, and uh, the, the JD, go, like, Dr. Cox says to JD, do you want to be like me? Don't you realize I barely want to be like me? Like, yeah. Like, don't. Right. Yeah. It's like, I have no functioning relationships besides you, apparently. So, <laughs> yay. <laughs> I, am, I am also interested to see, based on the beginning of the game, uh, Kingpin's belief system came to fruition in this game. He said, if you put me in jail, the city will collapse. Worst things will Worst happen. things will happen, yeah. which of course is what happens. So if that statement is true, how does that begin to redefine the relationship with Wilson Fisk? I'm interested to see going forward. If yeah. it does at all, or if he just stays in the raft. Uh, but in either instance, I played the game, thoroughly enjoyed it. There's no buzzes in it. I'm furious. What did you think before we move on? Um, so obviously mine wouldn't be story-oriented. Story oriented. It's more on the mechanics of it. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite things, like I said, is just traveling around with the web slinging. But the fact that I'm going from a really tall building and now I'm over Central Park, and crap, I'm falling. Like, just that sort of stuff. Where in the other games, you know, you're throwing your web into nowhere. And they, yeah. and they talked about it. I believe they talked about it at E3. They said it doesn't make sense. Yeah. For, for, like for us to have him web swing and have his web connect to nothing uh, would mean we're not doing the character any justice yeah. at all and you for always, how smart he is. I like, I like when you start to fall and you actually go into like the free yeah, the fall, dive. like you go into the yeah. dive 
that's and you're like uh like there's a there's a feeling like that roller coaster feeling yeah. when you're like oh god i don't know if i'm gonna survive this <laughs> yeah. feeling for just there is of course superhero landing which i find hilarious after you get done a swing it's like superhero landing here it comes here it comes yeah, boom. boom yeah you can make him do it uh the mechanics are a lot of fun though the combat's a lot of fun be sure to check it out it's available on playstation uh four uh with all quattro. that quattro this is not the only example of media that is is moved over to another platform and has been well, successful. So, uh, not only is it moved cross platform, but we've seen from comic book to movies because this is set in the future MCU yeah, yeah, universe, yeah, yeah. and then it had a novel tie-in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're seeing from one from this one game, uh, comic books, film. to movies to film to video game to book. Yeah, yeah. With one thing. Yeah. And even comic books because he is in Spider Geddon. Or Spider Geddon. He's yeah. in Spider Geddon. Spider Geddon. And uh, I, oh God, he literally I landed on four different platforms just give with me one more release. Spider Man. Like, just, I'll, um, I'll take it. Uh, let's real quick talk about uh, The Witcher. <laughs> just real, real quick. Just a little snippet because this is snippet. all we have. So, so uh, speaking jo- of cross-platform, right? Yes. Books to co- graphic Book novels to graphic to novel to video to video game, game to live action, action so, TV show. So, jab. You want to you want to take a jab? At I'm this? almost <laughs> positive. I have the most time in Witcher for everyone here. You and I, I think, are close. Yeah. Uh, I mean, zero. I have it on three different so, platforms. Yeah, so. I Witcher, played the TV it so series much. with the subtitle "The Butchin." Yes. Revenge so, so Netflix. So, like, <laughs> after after a really rough week of cancellations with the Marvel things, which we're going to address another time. Uh, Netflix came out. Everyone's been waiting on announcements for this Witcher TV show that they're doing. This live action TV show, and it's revealed that Henry Cavill is playing Geralt of Rivia. Uh, now, I know all of you out there are probably going, "Hmm, Henry Cavill is." Gerald of Rivia. It's a familiar name. A, I think I remember him in I think something. I remember him in something. His he facial is, hair. He is. I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna put it out there. He's former Superman. Former uh, Superman. Until I see him in anything Superman related, my man is former Superman. I'm just putting it out there. Now. He has previously played Superman. He previously Whether or not he will Superman. play Superman again, who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? He's previous Superman. Yeah. With all that being said, uh. Uh, Netflix posted on social media. They said, here's a makeup test. Well, actually, wasn't Henry that posted it? No, Netflix no, posted no. it. Oh, it was Netflix? Yeah, oh. Henry shared it. Henry yeah. shared That's it. Even but worse. Yeah. So Netflix said, here's a, here's a makeup test for Henry Cavill as uh, Geralt of Rivia. What do you think? And and here's which the is thing. the worst question yeah, you totally. could position for a makeup test, by the way. Especially, the especially to the for, internet, especially yeah. for video game fans. Oh God! Yeah. So Henry but Cavill walks out. Here's yeah, no, no, I no, figured it out true. because I saw someone uh, post it. They said official footage of Legolas cosplaying as Sephiroth, <laughs> <laughs> and that is honestly what it looked like. Um, actually, but actually, that's not a bad Sephiroth. It's I'm not a bad you. Sephiroth. I mean, it's a horrible it Geralt. Is, it's not a very good Geralt, but it's an okay Legolas, and it's a really good Sephiroth. And just put it out there. And look, I get, I get it. I get what they were trying to do. He's looking all serious, drinking a potion. Well, I get it. That's what the it's witchers a, do. Here's the thing. It is a makeup test. The yeah. question is not whether or not he looked like Geralt. The answer is he didn't. That's just. I mean, you said it as just now. I said it as a joke, but it's real. 
Henry Cavill's butt chin is a character in it's the upcoming Witcher right. series. Is it is its own Is that his butt chin, though? Because I looked at him as Superman. He doesn't have that bad of a butt chin. Yeah, that's just weird. Like, if you look at him Maybe in they media, put in if they put in a little bit of a oh, sh- shading. Like, I feel like they shaded get, it. Like, now I'm gonna he's have actually to, a support yeah, character. Now <laughs> I'm going to have to play the Witcher again to see if Geralt in the game is a butt chin. I don't think he does. Uh, I don't think he does either. But, but. That, 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 to me, doesn't make sense for that aesthetic decision then like i just assumed he had a butt chin in the game i just never saw it yeah no uh but if he doesn't have a butt chin he should have had a lot more stubble a lot more stubble well here's the thing this is why the question is not whether or not he looked bad i think he it's kind of there there, it's there but it's not prevalent yeah not even close to what it is it's like accentuated in the witcher photo like that's like that's apparent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Maybe it's a shadow. Maybe it's the lighting. Yeah. Potentially, I don't know. But here's the thing: the question is not whether or not he looked bad. I think, based on the on the evidence of what I had before, it's not the same. No. The question is: if I'm Netflix, and I know that the community that's following this show is the community that played the game. With a and, small and to, percentage and, of extra people, yeah, that that read the books, and to and to be completely clear, like if you are making a show based on a video game, the people who are ma- the majority of people who are going to w- watch that show are people who are going the to be expecting what they saw in the video game, exactly. whether that's right or wrong. That's yeah. what they're going to expect. Now, there's a second half to this statement, and it's that I think Henry Cavill is going to kill it in oh, the show. Oh yeah. my God, yeah. I think he's going to be fantastic. Yeah, uh, we mentioned this oh, in the planning acts. meeting. He he did tutors. His um, acting you know, chops are out of this world. I mean, That's the, how good the man is. from Uncle's not the best movie, but but he's him, still really him good. And at it. Mission oh Impossible. My God, he, he does a great job. Yeah, he's in Mission Impossible. Uh, look, the that's not the question. The question is, why, if you are Netflix, would you show anyone what Geralt looks like? If it is not in the ballpark of what people associate him as. Because seriously, if this was a test in all sense of the word, they fail. Yeah. Like, because utterly. people are only going to dislike it. Yeah. Well, and, there and, aren't going to be a lot of people that learned, love it. And we've learned that the video game, like, fans can, and, and comic can book be fans picky. Yeah. And, and can be toxic. Yeah. Yeah, but look Why? at Marvel. Marvel shows somebody off, and they look drastically different than they do in the comic book. And people kind of, meh, okay, as long as it's close. I mean, like, uh, Brie Larson doesn't look like Captain Marvel oh, from yeah. the comic books. She looks close, but she doesn't look. And she's do you, not do a you straight think? Comic do you think part of that is because comic books are ever changing? It's. I mean, except for like they're not. Like, mm-hmm. but except for they're not. Um, but I think that's that's Netflix. Somebody at Netflix who isn't a video gamer yeah, uh, and doesn't, and has never worked in video thought game promotion. Thought we need to get fans excited. Correct. And they thought if we release anything, like any snippet, any, anything that's so just So literally the they could have just like put him in a room and threw a wig on him and said, put it out there. Right. And Which is the, how I feel that happened. That, right. And I agree with that. I think that that's where that came from is that somebody at Netflix was just like, put anything out there, just anything. We Let's just, gauge what, excitement. Oh, we have the footage from the makeup test. Yeah. Right. And, and, and then, what, a, what, a, uh, one thing I want to say though, is if you look at the cast listing so far, 
Um, it looks like it's going to be pretty good. Uh, one of one of my friends was excited that there's at least one at least one Polish actor in it, which it should be. Cause yes, like there should Polish be a few Polish or, actors, yeah, but whatever. Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. But, uh, but that was they, they were excited for that. But the the cast looks like it should be pretty solid. Uh, you know, you just hope the writing's there, and I hope I hope Netflix. What I really hope is that Netflix takes a cue from CD Projekt Red and says, you know, hey. You guys had to dig up all this information on these characters, on this world. Let's borrow some notes. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if they do I that. I hope Netflix takes a page out of other Netflix. Yeah. And says, other Netflix shows and says, there are examples where not, not really Fist, popular actors can fit roles. And then there are examples where the roles themselves will define the show. Mike Coulter was a popular actor, but he was not to the scale that uh, anyone else was on the show. I mean, Finn Jones, in all honesty, uh, 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 the actor and actress that played Iron Fist and Jessica Jones are probably more recognizable than Mike Coulter as Iron Fist or Charlie Cox as... Yeah, as Daredevil was yeah. when the show started. I'm not gonna lie; I didn't know who any of them were. Any of the main people, I knew like, who I knew my this... culture was because he was in Halo Five, and I knew uh, what's her name um, from uh, Jessica Jones. Uh, Jessica Jones because she was in uh... Don't Mess with the Bitch in Apartment yes, Twenty Three, yeah. uh, and James Vanderbeek and... who played himself, which by the way is hilarious. Yes, um... uh, but no, so like <laughs> most uh, Charlie Cox, I had never seen him before. I saw but him. He fit. The role. Was he in Boardwalk Empire? Maybe. I think maybe. I don't know. I'd have to watch I saw it. him in like some t- period piece. And by but, period piece, I mean that time period. Yeah. But I mean, like, they were not as recognized. So I guess my question is, for The for the Witcher, Henry Cavill is a star. Yeah, star power. He played Superman. Come on. For yeah. good or bad, he played Superman. So I'm interested People to see the rest that. of the show's cast. Mm-hmm. And whether or not the show's quality will match the cast or if this is a cast that can bring, because typically we see that if you're choosing a cast that is less well-known, there's really only one reason for it. And that is because they are remotely recognizable, like, or it's high quality. My hope it's going to be like a, um, like a Game of Thrones thing where maybe the actors aren't crazy well-known. Like you got some crazy well-known actors in there um like you know people who play like um tywin and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah but then you have people that may not have uh had a lot of movie experience or stuff like that and they knock it out of the park yeah uh you know and and maybe this could be me but like kit harrington uh i didn't know him from anything till i saw game of thrones and and you see they they do other stuff but the that yeah you know they really knocked it out of park in in the show so i'm hoping it goes that route and the biggest thing I'm thinking is literally all you're seeing is a picture of him in a black room. I mean, you're not seeing him in the There's no context. Of the it's Witcher. a makeup test. It's exactly. a makeup test. He's clean shaven. Yeah. He's got a wig on. There's like, but I think I think fans are going to rip that to shreds because yeah, I don't and, think and, fans know what a makeup I, test exactly. is. Just or the purpose. My of. personal experience, uh, you know, just uh, having I went to school for acting, and so uh, literal makeup tests for even on stage, you had to be clean shaven, mm-hmm. like. That you know you you have to so they can see 
even if they want to put stubble on you, the, they will put stubble on you. They need to you. see the lighting. Yeah, uh, they, they need, need to, to see how, how everything's going to look. What's going to look good on your face? What's not going to look good? And your butt chin. And your butt chin, right? They need to see what they have to work with, yeah. you know? And uh, But the, the regular like geek nerd dude is not going to get that. Yeah. Um, and so it, it falls upon, in my opinion, the marketing department. Who approved that? Yeah. Because I feel like if it was a, if it was like an on set and you saw the buildings and the environment around and they're like, here's this test. And there's wind blowing through like, his hair or something. It like. would be a totally different reaction, I feel like. Yeah. What I kind of wish, it, um, again, coming from an art background, the uh, if you look at like the, the Marvel movies and they do the, the way they design a character is they take somebody that can realistically depict the, char- the person acting it and then they they do it digitally. Yeah. So that's what I love about the scene. So there's um, Carla Ortiz, beautiful concept artist, and she did um, Doctor Strange. She's partly responsible for the look of Doctor Strange in that movie, and Black Panther. And she's got she's got an Instagram, and on it she's just got like a koye, and you just see the koye, and then they just change the, the actress. Tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just change the tattoos, the hair, the clothing around. You see the person, and then they try to make it look the way they wanted to. Yeah. And I would have much rather have seen, I'm hope, I don't know if they did that for The Witcher, but I would have much rather have seen that than a makeup A test. digital yeah, representation I mean, I mean, of Cavill as if Geralt, you look, if you right. look rather at, than Cavill uh, himself. If you look yeah. at, uh, so recently I was noted, uh, looking at concept art for Infinity War, and they did the same thing. So you get Cap, and then you have Cap with shorter hair. Yeah. We, we yeah, were looking yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. works, what doesn't. Cap with longer hair, Cap with different outfits, Spider-Man with different color outfits, Thor with different hair. Yeah, like it's it's. I, I really feel yeah, like. I ha, have you seen the? Have you seen it yet? Props the the, the Infinity War one. No, nah, it is really it's good. Really I haven't cool. seen my book hasn't arrived yet. It's good. Uh, it's it's it was supposed to have arrived already. And, and there are some concepts with I even told him. Oh, yeah. I wish they had used that. You know, like there's some things like for whatever reason that's impractical. But yeah. I would have liked to have seen. If you want to get hype up there, be like, hey, this is what Cavill could look like. Yeah, exactly. And well, that's funny because one of the one of the buildups because people thought he was going to be the witcher was someone doing their own concept art of him as the witcher. And it looks nothing like what they put on screen. Like that built hype. Like people were like, Oh, I don't think he could ever do it. And someone's like, yeah, look at this concept art I did. And and they're like, Oh my God, he could totally do it. And that brought expect. And I think that's part of it is it brought expectations up to, to a certain point. And then we see this makeup test and, yeah. Right down, just, yeah, just back to where it was before. Exactly. Like I said, I think it's just somebody thing. We're just, they're just throwing stuff out. We're working on it. We're doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and it didn't resonate with the community like they thought it would because they're not in the community. Mm-hmm. And somebody at marketing, somebody, somebody in marketing signed off on this and said, "No, no, no, it'll be fine." So, and nobody else said, "Hey, maybe don't do this" because they probably don't have any video gamers, or yes. maybe they do, and you know, it got shot down by marketing or something. I don't know. But like, like you said, the, the decision to do that doesn't feel smart in the environment that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you look at it detached from another section of the company saying, this is what Correct. we're doing. Yeah. So let's talk about something that's maybe been a bit more successful, uh, with, the with the Netflix and that's a video game moving into a cartoon or anime, if you will, uh, which is Castlevania. Yeah. Um, I, so I, I would have to say like, it feels like Castlevania, like just watching it, like the, you know, like they, they give you character moments that uh, you don't get in the early Castlevania games. Cause how could you, uh, 
And so they were able to take the, the basics of the plot and fill in a lot of some of their own stuff and make it very interesting and successful. I'll agree with that one. The the character development, the pacing was all pretty good. Season one was a little bit It's a slow, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have very little to add to that because <laughs> I watched the first three episodes of season one and went, I'm okay. <laughs> were you, uh, question for you though, were you a fan of the Castlevania before that? Didn't make a difference. Gotcha. It's, okay. Uh, see, I'm, it's I'm another. Never... It's another side scroller where I can kill things. And back <laughs> in the end, see, yeah. I, I'm a. I'm a big uh, like stories with vampires in it fan. Yeah. Not yeah, Twilight. Yeah, yeah. Never Twilight. Um, so uh, Twilight's ca- his favorite. <laughs> Castle. Well, I have to say, if you want to, if you ever wanted to be a vampire, Twilight vampires would probably be the ones to be. Because I mean, seriously, they go out in the sun, they sparkle. They can yeah. exist. Yes. Yeah. Um, but so I, I, I loved it because, um, I always liked, I, I delve into lore and, and when I can. And so the stories of the Belmonts, uh, I want to know more and I want to hear that story or see that story. And, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and I always, I always wondered like the interaction between Dracula and, you know, Alucard, uh, you know, what that was going to be like, why is there a division between them? You know, what does it look like when they finally meet? You know, stuff like that. I have, I, I have, I have nothing There's for the, that. The nice thing is that there is a lot of I have lore. no answer. There's a lot of lore to build up off of mm-hmm. that the, car, the cartoon show uses. And it's, um, I guess, spoiler-ish. Um, season one takes a little bit of a slog, but it sets up why why Dracula is doing what he's doing. And that's... He's Dracula. What? what well, for a period there, he was like, he was all about helping people. He's, he's a cool like, dude. Yeah, yeah he's he pretty was, cool. He's like, I'm gonna wander, uh, much like Kane and, from and, Kung Fu. And then he was just sharing knowledge because he's like, I've been around since before you guys lost all the stuff that made you cool. Yeah, so, he's like, <laughs> um, you know, when humans used to be like kind of cool, like I, I have all your stuff from that. Right. He's like, I have, I have knowledge of medicine that you've all lost. I have the knowledge of like science. Remember that one time you moved and you lost those comic books? Got them too. I got, them. <laughs> I got, I got it all. Time capsule that you buried um, when you were sick. So he was helping communities, and then he was doing that because he met a woman that forced him to. She, she was like, she, like, she like yeah. fierce. Oh, I remember that. Right. And you know? then they burned her at the stake. Correct. Yeah. And then yeah, he just he, went back. Yeah. Because well, uh, everyone thought she was a witch. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, because she was using science. Because she. She yeah, was using science and technology. <laughs> she didn't read the Crucible in high school, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, so it's obvious. Um, <laughs> the first season kind of sets that up. It introduces us to the characters. Uh, the second season is a little bit more. It, it, it opens it's less it up. expositiony, so you get a lot more um, in the moment lore instead of it being force fed to you. Yeah, and there's a lot more fight scenes in action. Well, that and you get you and you realize that it's not just Dracula with hordes of monsters. Like there's people and personalities in his camp that uh, some actively working against him uh, and others who are just outrageous and hilarious and great. Uh, God brand. God brand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it sets that kind of stuff up. The the my only thing with the with the the show and it's very similar to other stuff and again getting into spoiler territory the penultimate episode not the final episode ends with the boss fight with dracula yeah so it, it happens between with belmont and dracula belmont uh the, the, the speak the listener and alucard alucard so all, all fighting dracula all fighting dracula because the belmonts tried alone and couldn't do it alucard tried alone and couldn't do it the, the speakers or the listeners tried and couldn't do it so like all three of them working together, and they're Dracula. throwing everything at him. 
Dracula hasn't fed for forever, like for for a long time, and so everyone's just kind of like he seems weaker. Our Godbrand remarks, um, I'm pretty sure he hasn't fed in a long time, and I still want to wouldn't want to take him in a fight. Yep. <laughs> um, so Dracula at at arguably his weakest and against three characters owns them. Just they're not winning at all. Just they're they're hurting him, but they're not winning. And so it eventually gets to the point he just knocks him into Alucard's old kid room. And then he's just like and this is this is where I feel like it's the Matrix ending. It had to end this way because the way they set up the storyline, it didn't make any sense for it to end otherwise. He just kind of breaks down emotionally, and he's just like, "I'm. I did this because my wife died, and I'm about to kill the only thing from my wife that I actually like that's still in this world, and that's my son." Mm. And he just starts breaking down emotionally, and then Alucard just straight up stabs him through the back <laughs> with, a, with a stake, solid, and, and kills him. He's like, "F that." Right, so that that was the only way they were going to win the fight is if Dracula threw it. Because the way they set Dracula up, he was just too powerful. He was the um, first, you know, right. like... He's the progenitor, he's he's super powerful. There are some fun moments in between there. Um, and some interesting character moment dialogues. But what the like hell's the, season two about, then? Well, that's season two. Yeah. Oh, that is season. Oh, that two. is season, season two. two. Yeah. Season, season one is two. only like four episodes, isn't it? Six, six. Yeah. Like yeah. So there's no yeah. boss fight at the end of season one. Season uh, one has they, a, they save a town. Yeah. They save a town. So it's it's and the, the boss one. fight is between Belmont, the the listener, and Alucard. Yeah. a little bit because they don't know. They think Alucard might be Dracula at first. So ah, right. So they're fighting him, and then it comes out. He's like, "No, I'm. I want to kill him just as bad as you do." I just want to um, see. Uh, uh, let do. me know when they get to Lords of Shadow. I, I, I love the I love the moments between Alucard and Belmont where they're like, where they're like they're burning each other basically. They're right. like just they just keep insulting forth, each other, and back they and, just, forth. and then they start laughing out of nowhere, uh, just because it's it they're just they realize that you know it it's funny it's, right you know. So like I said, there are some good moments. My my biggest problem is just that it the the second from final episode is just them. It's the boss fight. And then the final episode is just, you know, them reacting to the boss fight being over. And like, setting I up season two. I, kind of, but I mean, like, they didn't need... Like, oh, there's that a could have been three. That could have just been episode... That could have just been the panel. That could have been the, the final episode. Just It mixed in with the boss fight. Yeah, true, true, true. Like, there was, there was the boss fight, and then there was just... Talking about the boss talking fight? Talking about what happens after the boss fight. Yeah. And I was like, uh... Is it, was it kind of like Lord of the Rings where it kept fading to black and you're like, wait, it's over? Oh, it's not, it's not, it's not. Kind of. <laughs> um, so it wasn't bad. And like I said, the, the boss fight was a little bit Code anticlimactic if you on. if you were expecting, like, there's some really fun moments in that boss fight and then it just kind of got to the point where it was like, okay, well, that's kind of the way it had to end it. He had to, he had to defeat himself. Yeah. Otherwise, they weren't going to win. So... Um, <laughs> But the, the translation of the lore from the video games to the cartoon, and again, I haven't dived deep into it as, say, uh, Side has. Uh, but from what I remember, a lot of it's pretty, it's pretty spot on. It's pretty, it's, pretty spot on, yeah. Well, that's and, good. And it's being, it's being you know, accepted by the community, which is kind of nice to see a translation, like a adult translation of a comic book or of a video game medium into another like storytelling medium. And the cast is great. The cast is really good. I mean, like, look at all the times Halo tried to make a movie or a TV show, and how many times that bombed. Yeah, yeah. like, not. Are, aren't make, they still trying to do another one? 
Yeah, I think mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg is signed up to do one. To do what? Yeah. A movie. A movie. On Halo? Because they had that is web series. Or a series yeah. It's just going to be Jurassic Park. Yeah, well, it's just, this, Instead this of is, dinosaurs, it's Halo. This, tale. this <laughs> is what gets me is, uh, so <laughs> Master Chief was made faceless so you could identify as yourself as Master Chief. Yeah. For did, at least the first it didn't, game. It did not make for a good movie character. Yeah. Well, uh, a, it does now. You have if to have a face. They you know? completely redid Master Chief. Uh, Master Chief. Like, you know his name. His you name's know his Master name. Chef now? Well, no. you always knew his name. You knew John. Well, you always John, knew his name. Yeah. It was John Wallace. But, but the later games and the books actually gave his backstory. Yeah. Like, correct. his entire backstory. Yeah. Uh, who he was in the Academy, who he yeah. grew up with in the Academy. I still love why they picked him. Yeah. Why like, did they pick him? So, when they're, they're, they're researching kids that they're basically going to kidnap, replace with clones. clones yeah. And then the clone will die. Okay. And then the people, yeah. and then the people yeah. won't know that they took the kid. So they're going oh, that's around. That's horrible. Right? It, is, it is, but that's that's Halsey, why. Halsey, right? Yeah, that's no, why Halsey gets court martialed once they figure out what she did. What she did, what she did. and like program. each each Spartan. So there's like the Spartan ones, which is sort of failed. The only one that was really left Correct. was um was Sergeant Johnson. Was Sergeant Johnson, and then like threes and fours. Threes are orphans, and fours are volunteers, which is interesting. Right. Yeah. So uh, after the Spartan Two project, they kind of figured out he's a Spartan yeah. Two. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Which are the, arguably the strongest of them. Uh, the because they, they went heavy into the early genetic modification, and then they went with, like, stealth Spartans with threes, and then yeah. fours are kind of as close as they could get to Spartan 2 without causing massive genetic editing at a very young and age. A that's, like, uh, that's like Spartan Locke and Buck and all them from Halo 5 Guardians. Gotcha. They volunteered for it. Um, they volunteered into the program. Yeah, But Spartan. Uh, but the Spartan 2 program, it, so they were going around recruiting kids, and they're going around. It's like, why are we taking this kid? And you're like, uh, he's he's not the fastest of the kids that are on there. He's not the smartest. And they they just go watch this. And they they say, hey, call this in the air. And they flip a coin. And he they go heads. And it comes up heads. And he goes, do it again. Boop goes in the head. He goes heads. And it comes up heads. He says, do it again. He goes tails. Comes up tails. And they just keep doing that over and over again. And he calls it every time. And they said he's lucky. <laughs> yep. So he's not the smartest Spartan. He's not the strongest. He's not the fastest. He's almost borderline. If you average. think of RPG statistics, he is plus twenty in luck. <laughs> right. I mean, and, they and say zero that. in everything else. And they bring it up a lot. He is he is enhanced, like insanely lucky. Well, that's uh, in I think in the intro to Halo Three when Cortana does like that whole monologue. She's like, you know why I picked you? It's luck. Yeah. yeah. Same sort of thing. Yeah. So that's that's why they that's why Spartan one. Yeah, she could is, choose from thousands. Yeah. Of people from so, the Spartan 2 program, but so she chose him. That does make for a more interesting character. I'll admit that. I so, think I think luck doesn't translate very well to movie form. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, is where the except, except, except for Domino. Except for Domino. <laughs> unless it's directly in your face. Like yeah. that's the only yeah. So unless they have that scene where he's just calling. That's not the very coin. cinematic. He yeah. Can, so so they have to have someone, uh, and I hope with a British accent, he can alter the levels of probability. <laughs> well, but it, it wasn't necessarily that he. It was an ability that he, he had. Just was he lucky. was just insanely lucky. Yeah. And they, no one knew why. It was yeah. just. It was just the way it, it was worked. Just the way. But he is. He is insanely average. Mm-hmm. He is. He's just. But it. He's lucky and he's determined and he's. Um, somebody people can relate to. So that's why they. Why he became the are leader there, of his strike team. Any other Spartan twos left besides him? Yeah. Yes. yes. There are in the in the novels they've expounded on that. I think in Halo Four or Five. Halo Five. They he d- he gets he gets uh he gets back with his original Strike Team, which, in which the I book, hated because they were supposed to be dead. 
Well, no, they were stuck in the shield. They world. were stuck in That's the true. shield yeah, world. Yeah, in, in, is in the book. Yeah. yeah, I think Kelly was like really bad, or not Kelly. Who was the snipe? Linda was like really badly damaged. Like couldn't even talk. Yeah, Linda. Uh, so like, Linda was a them. Linda was a mute. Yeah, yeah. By the end of the book, like yeah. she couldn't speak anymore. Yeah, and, uh, and Halsey was there too. They all in the well, world. yeah. So yeah, here's the thing: yeah. Halo Five Guardians nixes a lot of the book lore. Yeah. Which, so it keeps the uh, which I it keeps the characters, but it nixes the book lore because it wanted to do four player co op, which is why people got so frustrated with three four three because they didn't do the research. They were just like, we want there to be four player yeah. co op, so let's give Master Chief his strike team back. But people who've read the books are like, that's not possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for this to be the case. Yeah, my here's here's my thing, and and uh, companies like Bioware are really good with this. Is if you have external media, stick with yeah. the lock. Well, now we're waiting for reading. Halo Infinite, which is going to be coming well, here just, soon, which uh, will be a Master Chief centric story. I just saw that uh, Bioware is releasing the uh, sequel book, or not sequel, but integral sequel book for Andromeda uh, for about the Quarian uh, flotilla. Oh, you mean the non DLC they're not doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. They said, hey, we're doing DLC. And then they said, oh, this game didn't sell very well. So guess what? Well, I think, you know, I think we're big, not doing DLC. We're putting this bitch in that, a book. I think a big part of that is also how toxic the uh, the, the game was. The, yes, I, I think you're unfairly <laughs> harsh, but we disagree. Do I need to bring up some of the images, no, bro? No, 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 no. Come on. We, we disagree on Andromeda. That's one thing that he and I disagree on. I, I liked I didn't love bro, it. I didn't love it. I got I a backpack. It. I got a poster. I got a jacket. I love Andromeda. That game was shit when it launched. Period. When it launched, yeah. Okay, all right. When all it right, launched, right. that game was garbage. <laughs> now it's manageable. <laughs> yeah, that game was trash. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. That's uh, I th- I think that's I think that's it. I think yeah, I think that's fair for now. I think that's all fair right. for and, now. And uh, we'll continue our uh, medical observation. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, so so far, I'm, any any feedback up I'm to this point? I have a whole notebook full, but that needs to be uh, confidential. At least that. Uh, but it's about back. us. But wait. It's just Nick Skadoodles, just in a book, just like heart faces, like little hearts, like swirlies. Did you look over his shoulder? A little bit. Yeah, I okay. did like bullet holes in the in the. Right. You know, well, the I guess the- we could we could continue to continue the analysis. Uh, be sure to uh, uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, twitter.com. That's at Sanctuary One Radio. Be sure to email the show, Sanctuary One Radio at gmail.com. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about. What are we talking about next week? Yeah. We're going to we're gonna, we're gonna have to redo our Netflix. We're going to redo our Netflix. Diving deep into the, the Netflix uh, cinema, MCU cinematic garbage nonsense. Uh, it's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. Hey guys, uh, that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Meh, meh, meh.